All right, uh, Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. I guess I am old. Uh, a friend called me old. Uh, he said it wasn't an age thing, it's just that you're an old man now. I'm like, well, how can that be? And then I realized that uh, one of my, no, my oldest niece is 15. I guess that puts me into pretty much old man territory because as soon as like you have like the next generation that close to adulthood, I mean, <laughs> wow, three more years, she's going to be able to vote, right? I, yeah, I guess that, uh, and by that time I'll be uh, not of the 30 age group anymore, so that, uh, yeah, getting there pretty close. Uh, thanks, Steve, for the reminder, right? Uh, some interesting things I've seen going across uh, the technology uh, sphere. I don't really, I mean, I pay attention to it a little bit, but more about like computers and software rather than uh, any hardware. Like if it's not like uh, a computer or something, I don't really, like a computer feature, I, I don't really care because I don't need many more electronics in my life. I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not trying to clutter my life up, but Recently, it's it's become unavoidable to see that a lot of Chi there are a lot of Chinese companies that are focusing on developing not just AI sort of programs, but uh, they are developing what would you call it a robotic hardware. So, like specifically, cyber dogs and cyber horses. I mean. At what point, what are these used for? <laughs> uh, I did sort of um, contemplate getting one of the dogs so I could uh, chase the owners who don't pick up after their dog shit, their, do their doggies poop on the sidewalk. I would just get my little robotic dog and get him to chase after it for a little while. I think I would lose on that one because as soon as the dog, my cyber dog, chased them, then the real dogs would probably outmaneuver the thing and rip it apart. Um... So unless it was equipped with lasers or something, uh, why not? Uh, then uh, it doesn't really make sense to uh, to have them. But yeah, it looks like the Chinese companies, uh, for all it's worth, I don't know if it's the same in the States or in Canada or anywhere else, but it seems that there is a massive push here in China to like for robotic hardware. Like, and so the cyber horse that I saw uh, recently, it was it's meant for kids. The cyber dog, I guess, is. I'm not sure if it's also meant for kids. Like, it's sort of a safe alternative uh, to getting a real pet for a child because then you don't have the same mess. And if the thing dies, you're like, ah, it's a robot. I mean, there's not as much emotional attachment to a robotic uh, creature rather than a, 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 you know, a real live creature. But that being the case, the, what struck me actually was that, uh, so as I'm studying Python, and I'm going, I've talked to a few other people, and they say, like, it is a very flexible language. Uh, I was talking to another guy last week, and he said that uh, he want, he was getting into it because of the data science, or the data, data an, uh, analysis uh, aspect. Uh, so that was all cool. Um, but I, I, you don't hear too many other people, like in my age group, in the 30s and the 40s, talking about learning any of this stuff but but everyone seems to sort of have this blind acceptance that it's over like our jobs are over you know teaching english is even going to go by the way i mean there's so much 
there's not a much uh, adaptation. I'm not sure if they can some of them. I know that if you have if you're married and have kids and you have got mortgages, it gets very difficult to retrain yourself to find the time to retrain yourself, especially when you're working full time. But I mean, no one else is talking like this. No one is looking to get into the robotics industry, the AI industry, um, any of the uh, smart hardware programming, nothing. It's all just, they're all just looking to become teachers somewhere else sort of thing, which is bizarre to me. Um, and I've talked to a few people who want to start business or want to get into business, and no one's talking about this stuff. So maybe I'm out to lunch on this one. Maybe I'm missing something that it's harder to get into um, than I realize. But I mean, even just the fact of learning Python I don't know. I, I think it's a good step. Now, so this, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I I am sort of a, a fraidy cat. I am constantly like hand on a swivel, distrustful of uh, any company that thinks that, oh yeah, don't worry, we need you. Uh, uh, you know, the job will be there. I'm like, I don't believe you. I just don't believe you that it's going to be there. And so I'm not sure if I'm unwittingly entering into some sort of career change. I don't think so. Like I'm not consciously making that choice with uh, studying Python or reading up on AI and stuff like that. But it is something I'm interested in. And I'll tell you, uh, a couple days ago, I mentioned the Unity and the Unreal game engines. This is something I remember wanting to get into when I was a kid. Like, to develop games, when I first started playing Nintendo, back in the day, this is what I wanted to get into. I wanted to develop games. I'm not a big gamer myself, but I always liked the idea of developing them for some reason. Um, whether it was just the challenge, the idea of like, having other people play the game. Um, but it, it was just so as an idea. I remember on the Apple IIc computers that we had, or what, the one that we had back in the day, I mean, I used to sit there for hours programming line by line these uh, like text-based um, games, uh, you know, multiple choice games. I go, what would you do next? A for this, B for that, C for this, and then there's a bunch of options. They're very cheesy, horrible, terrible, terrible games. Never got into graphics editing, though. So that's why I'm looking at it now. I go, I got the time. I got the place. I've got, I mean, how much more money do you need? I mean, I have a, a job that, you know, is flexible in terms of how much I have to do at any one time. It almost seems like it's a great time to take that plunge to actually try to do this, even if it's, it doesn't lead to anything big or massive. And I'm not thinking I'm going to take on Nintendo or the PS4 or 5, whatever it's at right now. Like, I'm not looking to do that at all, but just to, you know, give it a shot. Maybe I'll find out that you know, this is why I didn't get into it, because I suck at it. <laughs> that could be a very harsh realization about the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it, the other thing that struck me with this, um, especially growing up, I'm not sure, well, because I've always read stories about entrepreneurs, like uh, the entrepreneurial sort of um, way of life, and it's this or that, it's a lot of work, or it's uncertain, it's blah, 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 blah. A lot of entrepreneurs do have day jobs. Um, this is a, a kind of a shock to me, kind of a revelation that a lot of them do actually have uh, sort of their full-time employment, and it might just be that one of the things that they do is that they have a steady client. Well, what's the difference between working for a company and then having a steady client or a client base? The only difference is that you're probably paying for your own health insurance, I'm sort of thinking, and you have to deal with your own taxes. Not to, I'm not trying to belittle this at all. It's just what gets me thinking with 
uh, you know, all the possibilities here, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at Python, I'm looking at teaching English, I'm, I'm looking at game development, looking at all the big companies, even something like IBM or uh, Apple, any of the big ones, those are the big famous ones, but some of the other bigger ones that might not be so famous, and all of a sudden you hear them about them in the news or something, and it's like, oh, such and such company, you know, has been researching and deploying such and such asset for the last 15, 20, 25 years. And you go, who are these people, right? And they all have these divisions that aren't really sort of sexy, sort of to say. I mean, they're not front page newsworthy stuff, but a lot of these companies have different divisions that are dedicated to certain projects. And I look at this and go, how do they, obviously they have the personnel for it, but how does one person do all of that? How does someone be a game developer? How does someone be a graphics modeler? How does someone be a sound tracker? How does someone, you know, make a, a film based on all this stuff? I mean, it's it's a lot of work. Just, I mean, thinking of it, but to actually realize it, it's it sort of gets me a little. Is it daunting or is it a challenge? Uh, I mean, it doesn't put me off from it, to tell you the truth. It's just it becomes more of a question of like, how do you best manage it? And should I feel bad if I don't get one part of it done in a day? For example, today, I didn't get any of my Chinese studies done. Like zero, zilch. And that's because I was doing, doing all these little dipsy-doodle things during the day, uh, during my breaks, that prevented me from actually sitting down and studying any of the, uh, uh, the Chinese characters or, or anything. Uh, not to mention, as soon as I came home, I did my workout. I didn't even want to do that. I, I didn't do my regular medicine ball workout because I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go from sitting all day to a high-intensity workout. I'm going to just do something new. So I actually did a kettlebell workout. So I'll post that for you guys. Um, part of kettlebell workout, kettlebell workout, and then another uh, little warm-up from that I find uh, that I found on Instagram. So yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that was sort of my day and my, my thinking today was uh, sort of, can I be disappointed if, you know, at the end of the day, you start the day going, I got this, we're going to attack this day, we're going to win this day, and only to be, you know, sitting down uh, for dinner at 8.45 and going, I didn't, I didn't do that, <laughs> I didn't get that done, I didn't get that done, I was busy all day, I got things done, but it wasn't really what I thought I would get done. That being the case, yesterday I did sit down to try to do a little bit more soundtracking, and this is something else I've been working on. And, and this actually contrib partially contributed to uh, today's thinking about what you can get done, what you can reasonably get done in one day. And the reason why is because I was trying to get um, the the soundtrack finished last night, but I'm listening to it going, ah, oh, it could be a little bit more done. I could do something different. And then crash band crashed two or three times. And I kept on losing the work that, uh, uh, I, I had. And I mean, it's, it didn't lose it all. It just didn't keep the most up to date version of it. So I had to redo the, the, uh, the track a, a few different times. I'm not going to touch it again. I'm going to post it. You can listen to it after this episode. Uh, tell me what you think. So, it's I used the uh, live loops feature in GarageBand, and I'll tell you this workflow is a little bit tricky for me. I'm not used to thinking in this segmented block by block, uh, rhythm by rhythm f functionality. 
I'm thinking of a linear progression. Like I would rather, and maybe this is something I have to work on as I create a scratch track. This is actually a pretty good idea. Create a scratch track first, you know, just uh, hand drumming, uh, beatboxing, the whole thing first, uh, singing as much as I can. Although I, I refuse to call it singing because it's not really singing. I'm just going boo dee bee bee you know, is that singing, right? Uh, and so lay down a scratch track like that and then start picking out the different elements. It was difficult to do that without a reference. So in the, the track you hear is that me trying to create that without a reference, uh, like my own reference, not a reference from someone else, like my own original reference. Uh, and so after a few different tries, I managed to get something together. It's not horribly ugly, but uh, not enough for me to be putting a price tag on it. How's that? So anyway, I'll let you guys have a listen to that. I uh, hope you guys are having a great uh, week so far. I'm off tomorrow. I'm back at work on Friday weekend. Looks, I'm, looks like I'm free and the Mid-Autumn Festival's kicking up. Uh, apparently there's going to be a full moon, so it'd be kind of nice if I can see that uh, this weekend. Uh, there's a few different places you can see it. Depends on the depends on the weather, of course. I think there's going to be rain on Sunday, which would mean that we won't be able to see a moon at all if it's raining all day. If it's cloudy, cloudy all day. Anyway, I'll leave it there. Hope you guys are well. Have a great day. Don't work too hard, and if you do, have fun doing it. Righto. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye bye.